Welcome to another episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast with your host Morgan, Ross, Mark, and my friend back from excursion all the way from where the hell were you, Michigan? The frozen north of the Michigan. The frozen north of Michigan. Hey. I would like to point out that Morgan just referred to all three of us as a singular host. I'd also like to point out that Ross's fly is open. I'd also like to point oh, out sure. that Morgan only referred to Seth as his friend. <laughs> I mean, Seth, okay, so honestly, I don't like to brag. But. So honestly, so uh, we we are at, we're recording this episode at Ross's house, live on location. Live on location. We actually have a good percentage <laughs> of the ED, uh, like the original EDH AU crew here. Um, yeah, four 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 individuals are playing upstairs. Uh, Victor, Howie, um, Mike, Mike, and Tim, and then we are recording episode in the basement for Mark's sanity. Um, My sanity is so important. Your sanity is so it important. Is not important to me. And uh, Seth, who was on the first episode, who's who's one of my closest friends, um, is back uh, in Maryland, and actually brought me a really thank you for the really nice present you bought me. Uh, um, Charisse is going to kill you. Sharice uh, <laughs> is gonna kill me. Yeah, Sharice doesn't want more. Oh, she doesn't want more. To be now. fair, whenever anybody gets you a decent present, the correct answer is Sharice is gonna kill you. Yeah. Okay. Where are you gonna? That, that's how I know it's good. Yeah. yeah. You got a uh, what was it? A Batman statue, right? Yeah, it's like a uh, Frank Miller. It's I'm a Frank. Shocked. It's a Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns animated Batman statue. It's a bust. It's really heavy. You could bludgeon someone to death with it. Ooh. It's pretty heavy. Sweet. Um, it's really. Cool. I love how we both have the same response. <laughs> Multifaceted. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Mark wearing his, his original Magic Judge shirt. This isn't my original one. This is an extra one they gave is that, me. Is that a shout out? Th this is not a... Uh, so I'm wearing a Magic... <laughs> I'm wearing a Magic Judge polo. This is not something we use to actually judge events. It's just like, hey, here's an extra polo you get because you judged this event. By the way, never judge with this. <laughs> because there are actually official Judge shirts you wear. This is not one of them. So, this is just when you want to tell people you're a magic judge. Yeah, I'm a magic judge, but matter. I'm not going to take your call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or when you're walking down the street and people are like, what, what's a magic judge? Well, have you ever seen me pull anything on my hat? And that's right, because that you haven't paid me for that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but going forward, now that we have a, a bunch of our friends back in the area, we're going to be able to get a lot more in-person recording done instead of just scratchy audio that Mark has to edit. I'm, I'm wondering if, now that they know that we're actually going to be doing podcasts with all of them, how long they're going to remain in the area now. Oh, right. They're just going to run away? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of just dragged stuff down here today. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see how today goes. Yeah, Against okay. his will. You need to cut your hair so you can't get as good of a hold on <laughs> That's <here>. true. <laughs> I no, I like his hair this way. Yeah, you get a good grip. I need a haircut anyway, but that's another reason to get it. No, all right. Well... Um, so since since last time, uh, we, we thought today we would talk a little bit about the worst decks we've made. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. We also thought we would talk a little bit about... Um, Midnight Hunt? Midnight Hunt, just a bit. Uh, and Flesh and Blood, which has kind of been popular right now. Uh, I finished a deck recently. Ross and I have been playing. Uh, correctly? Mark playing? Correctly. In quotation marks. <laughs> in quotation marks. Uh, correctly? No. Playing vaguely. <laughs> I did try to stir up a little bit of interest on Twitter by asking people to describe flesh and blood in three words. 
Flesh and blood. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I will say I was very proud of our uh, our Twitter audience that nobody actually did that. So. <laughs> I'm actually now disappointed in our Twitter <laughs> audience. <laughs> come on. Keith, Tony, come on. You guys had should, one job. We really need to should find be, less funny followers. To be fair, Seth isn't following us on Twitter. To also be fair. Yes, I am. Are you? Yeah, I am. Oh. I'm following the kicking myself account. I'm yeah, not I'm the only one who actually va- very Ross barely uses it. Mark kind of uses it. Relatively I, certain that the most recent tweet was by me. Oh well, then I'm sorry. Wait, we have a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> What's Twitter? All right, so uh, Ross, you want to go first or your story? Okay, the worst deck I've ever made. So or currently making? No, that that deck or are planning to make or planning to make that deck is not or have refused to make there are plenty of those (laughs) uh the deck that morgan is referencing is one that we'll talk about later sure (laughs) um but i've definitely made much worse decks there are two contenders in this so one is a little bit more recent it was a few years ago i made tribal gods with corona the false god as the commander best god ever yeah. <laughs> and basically, the deck didn't do anything. Did you have any virus cards in there? Any what? Virus cards in the Corona deck? No. But I'm uh, <laughs> a little, little too soon. You anyway, mean, a little too actively soon. ongoing. Yeah. Um, not in the rear view. If you can't but, laugh at yourself, <laughs> laugh at other people. Laugh at other people. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <Fucking> asshole. <laughs> um. Uh, this deck was just all the gods plus the Nephilims, which were considered gods on um, Ravnica. Or, uh, Ravnica. Yeah. And the deck rarely did anything. It just like kind of sat there. Like you played a bunch of board wipes, and that's really all it did. And hopefully, like you turn one god on, and then you would do cons- like just do nothing. It wasn't a very good deck, but it was kind of fun to play a few times. Did you ever win with the deck? A few times. So it was a, so that's like that's why it's a contender. It was like mostly just bad. And then you it added planeswalkers to it. Yeah, you like <laughs> I added planeswalkers to it because they were originally considered gods yeah. and stuff like that. Like a lot of Nicobolus cards. Is that deck as bad as the Baragoth deck? Um the Baragoth deck is one card at the moment. Excellent. Uh, it being Baragoth. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. no, <laughs> I, I don't know if Seth has uh, followed the podcast since since he's been up north. But um, we Mark dealt us cards we had to build decks from from oh. Pile Bad Legends. Wait, I'm building a Vega the Watcher deck because I'm I cheated and put back Blim because I didn't want to build Blim. Um, I don't know what either. Uh, of those cards. Ve- Ve- a Vega's a bird spirit. He wanted bird tribal. Uh, Vega's a bird spirit that when you cast a card. Not from your hand, you draw a card. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, it's, it's a white-blue card. And I'm playing Svella. Uh, I forget what. Ice Shaper. Ice Shaper, uh, which you get to make manoliths by tapping three mana. It's, oh, yeah. And yeah. then you can that tap card eight is mana that... to cast a random so, card. Yeah, that card seems sweet, though. Yeah. yeah, remember when I said that card was was busted? Because Seth, who is, in, in my opinion, one of the best deck builders I know, has definitely built, like, a pretty strong list for that deck or at have least, 
I think it's a good card. I you mean, built like, like so many lists, you've forgotten what you probably. Well, remember, yeah, I have a lot. It's not the commander that makes the deck good. It's it, how well you're willing to build, build the deck. We well, all, yeah, that's. You're also setting the limit at like a power three or greater. So yeah, Morgan. It's the not the commander. It's how you use it. As many tokens as possible, and then warp gold. Oh yeah, that sounds uh, sweet. I appreciate I how Mark didn't hear what no, I said. No, <laughs> and we're gonna leave that in, and that's great. Yeah. You definitely did not hear what I just said. That's fine. I will hear it later. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, and he's got Varagoth. Yeah, Varagoth, uh, which is the uh, tutor guy, where it's three mana. If you attack with him, you can pay two mana to vampiric tutor. Oh, the boast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And well, anyway, the. I think the true worst deck I've ever built was actually a standard deck. Was, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't play a lot of standard, but this was like when I was kind of new to the game. I was still, I was pretty young at the time. And I built uh, mono black minus one, minus one counters. Yes. In Lorwyn standard. Yes. Hell yeah. Do you know what card was in Lorwyn standard? Um, I know a lot of cards that were in Lorwyn Standard. I mean, are we, are we talking about a good card? Are we talking about a, a good card that a lot of people played? Bitter Blossom? That's one Bitter of them. Foxies? Uh, uh, it's something Cauldron? The Persist thing that gives everything Persist? The, the Fairies deck. Is it a uh, name is, all the cards? Chameleon Colossus. That is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, oh, so you built a mono black deck. Does <laughs> oh, that took me way too long to realize well, that, that was so terrible. I, I got it immediately. <laughs> I, I think the reason that we didn't get it, or some of us didn't get quite that uh, quickly, is because protection is like almost on. Like every yeah, set, they print something with protection on now. So it's like, aren't they like no, they, actively? They're phasing. It's actively being protection from something that's not like yes. a color, but like right. like protection from gods, protection from. Morgan. I mean, it's because protection's just a weird and like not very like well made. Protection from it does a bunch of weird things. Protection from named artists. An example of a protection from Morgan card is the entire Adventures of the Forgotten Realm set. Hate the set. Really? I mean, sorry. I'm. It's fine. Are there any owls? I'm not like offended. Ooh, I'm looking. He has an AFR. I've never told Seth that story, and I will not repeat the story on the podcast. I'll have to do it we'll later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> a story involving owls? Yes. An owl stole my steam vents one. So <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, we, we will. Have you told someone about this? Have you seen we, like, a Oh, it's going to be on the next podcast. <laughs> No. Yeah, how is that not your bad piece story? Because <laughs> I told it last episode. We told it last episode. <laughs> oh, okay. So, there, there, it doesn't appear that there's an owl in Adventures of the Forgotten Realm, but there is an owl bear. Oh, Ooh. that's, so even, the owl that's bear? even worse. That's like, that's the, the owl that's, comes back and says, you know, like you man, got the, sh- the fetch lands. That's too. like man bear pig. <laughs> heard you were talking shit. <laughs> that's, like that's like man bear pig. That's my nightmare. Oh my god. <laughs> the owl bear went, decided that when it was in lockdown, it decided to bulk up. Yeah. And now that it hears Morgan talking <laughs> That was its, it's quarantine like, project. Okay, we're gonna have a getting incredibly now. jacked. That Stevens was not. It's always mine. But also, Al- Albert is green. Owls yeah. are blue. What do you want with a red blue card? Leave me alone. <laughs> Wants to be teamer. Leave okay. it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why are you so judgy? So you built. I'm the one wearing the judge shirt. You built him on a black deck with Chame- with Chameleon Glasses as standard. Yes. And- uh, it was also just very bad. But <laughs> yes, it, that's correct. Uh, the 
where you would use uh, crumbling ash to kill a bunch of creatures and you'd use um, oh, the the thing that enters and puts a minus one minus one counter on everything and then oh yeah I know I forget the name yeah um, and then Korath Knight no Grim- they probably well, should have been Korath in the deck you're but... going the one that makes minus one minus one counter Grimpop is not able to attack our boss no Grimpop it you move minus one minus it was a four drop black elemental was it a rare? Soul Snuffers. No. Soul, snuffers. Soul yes. Snuffers, yes. That card's it. actually... Re- you used to play that in chair. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't card's very good, like, but I did. Like, fine. Um, and then it played the card that you move, minus one, minus one counters, from one creature to another. It was the black-blue card. Oh. Um, well, it, Blowfly Infestation is a black enchantment. No, that card's sweet, that. though. Oh, no. It's the, it's, it's the Morphogoro, right? It's the one that... It's a yeah. black... It was a black slash. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid one, card. and you move minus one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One it's marrow something. It uh, it, it like fate transfer. Was fate, that transfer. fate transfer. That's what it Apparently, I really know Lauren cards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently. Well, this is yet another example of Morgan not knowing what the cards we're talking about are. I mean, have I? Do I know how to read? That's a real question. Ooh. That is a good question, actually. I'm trying to think if I answer in like in that deck, and I think I did without the devoted druid combo. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's, great. It's a pretty bad deck. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even have Profane Command in it as like a good card because I didn't own it. That's a good reason not to have it in the deck. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> sad how dated that is that Profane Command was a good card at one point in time. And a card that if everybody did just randomly have like three copies of because yeah. of all the supplemental product it was printed right? in. I probably have like a dozen Profane Commands. Different in ones? My, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just in stuff. Yeah. Think of all the bulk werewolves that we have to go through now to make sure that we can get like actual value from them. I'm going through your stuff later. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't well, even think of werewolves. I do need that hunt master for the Svela deck. I'm just Fine. saying that the fact that Arlen Cord is almost fifteen dollars at this point. I yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. All right, yeah. Seth, you're up. Man. Worst decks. So probably a tie. They're both EDH decks. Probably a tie between. Wait. You're... What? That's. I thought you were talking about the. Well, no, are we, are we not talking about bad decks? Yeah, but yeah, we're definitely talking about bad decks. Yeah, they're, they're both He's allowed of, to determine both what of decks the worst are bad. decks. I, most of the worst decks I've built are I, most, most of what I built are EDH decks. I don't yeah. think they play other yeah. formats. Um, probably between Gaddock Teague, uh, I built a Gaddock Teague deck, and the problem with the Gaddock Teague deck is you can really efficiently lock down the game by playing a bunch of cards that make people not able to do anything, but then you have a bunch of dorky one ones that don't do anything, and you get beaten to death by everybody who's really mad at you for playing <laughs> all of those dorky cards. Wait, and what I was, was this card? Gaddock Teague. Oh, Gaddock Teague. Yeah, so Gaddock Teague was the general, and then I, was, I filled it with just hate bears, and it would really efficiently lock down the game, and then everybody would just get mad and play their, like, 5-5 five, five general and attack me, and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Did any of those bears also happen to be owls? I don't think so. That's possible. You got to stop. Some, you some stop. of them are, yeah. That, that actually might have made it more successful as if I had owls. Um, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, they wouldn't be able to play their steam. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Okay. <laughs> About owls. Um, so that, that was a really bad deck I built that I ended up not liking. A really bad deck that I built that I still to this day love um, was helmed by the absolute Chad, uh, Martin Stromgeld. Such a great guy. Um, yes. this, this, ap- this absolute lad... Um, He's is a, he a ladder or a Chad? He's both. He's actually so he's that lad. powerful. Yeah, um, he is a one-one for two mana or for two two and two two red. So. He's a reserve list card, I believe. Right? I think he's actually reserve list. He's from Ice Age, Ice Age I think. Yeah, yeah Ice Age, um, and he I believe the first iteration of the um, 
whenever you, whenever you attack creatures you control, get plus one plus one for each other attacking creature. There have been other like yeah. versions of that now, but I'm pretty sure he was the first. Um, and I just filled it with every bad red token generator ever, of which there are very, very many. Um, oh, man. I forgot, always forget about the other half of his text. I got, it also happens for blockers. I got, it happens for blockers! <laughs> I don't know, I don't, it never mattered or happened Wait, at all. Wait, give it, him like, vigilance. When you block, all your blocking creatures get plus one, plus one for all your blocking creatures. Wait, it's what? completely yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> so one of the games I distinctly remember playing with Seth and getting blown out by this deck is when when rally you played rally the horde rally the horde <laughs> rally the horde I, this is how deep we were going on on, on red token generation because because this is like this was years ago so yeah like, this there, was there like been circa 2000 this was like 2017 2016 oh it was earlier than that even i think we still had rabble this was like we were i think we were like still in college at the time like this was like 2013 era. I'm so old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could have told you that. Um, but yeah, the deck was deck was just awful. It went off one you out of every yeah, maybe like 20 rally games. The, you blew rally because I played no, rally the hordes. It's a six mana five and a red. What is it? You exile cards from the top of your library and until you had something virtually happens. You, you you like virtually had no like red mana effects in the deck you like know. you light candles and then kind of like do a ritual and then like that how you get a, a number of tokens equal to whatever the vibe is at the time like, that was my favorite mechanic good card. vibe yeah okay, vibe. so yeah, yeah, rather hordes remove the top three cards from your library from the game if that's not if the, the last card text. removed isn't a land repeat this oh, process until the last card removed a land uh put a red a 1-1 one, one red warrior creature token into play for each non-land card removed from the game. So Seth would just, like, basically get incredibly lucky, and half his deck would be gone, and all the creatures would have haste, and he would just blow no, everyone see, out. You're remembering the one game that that happened. Usually no, what happened when you played that card is, is you I get, got, yeah, you get two, two tokens, tokens out of it for six minutes. But then, for some reason, the game we played, which <laughs> I, I distinctly remember, it was Martin Stromgold versus Shire. Versus no, it was Mars Stronghold versus Angus McKenzie, Hell where yeah. I got blown out because the someone duel was of yeah, champions. Yeah. So I had an Angus McKenzie deck that was basically just all fog effects and like punish <laughs> people by winning by Helix Pinnacle, and uh, it was not fun. And Seth just blew me out by like it was the it, shields I, were yeah, down the, that the one crucial turn. I just like to point out that Angus McKenzie is now like a two hundred dollar card. Respite and Dreamweaver is a four hundred dollar card, including my Italian version with the misprint text on it. Yes. No, because the Italian ones are worth a lot. Yeah, the Italian ones are worth less. <laughs> They're like two hundred dollars. Well, yeah, still. Um, but, yeah. but, but yeah, you, you have an Alluren in your binder, which is like I do have an Alluren in that Gaddictig deck for some reason. I don't know why I, I kinda, had it in I that deck. I kind of need that Alluren. Um, but yeah, that was well, too bad. Monstromgeld, yeah. by far, probably probably by far the worst deck, and also one of my favorites that I've ever built. I nice. love, I, that deck holds a special place in my heart. I will also. I have proof of that as a bad deck that has a special place in my heart. Just yeah. Because the abilities are so unique, but it also like represents like a particular type of concept that you want the deck to do. Yeah. Well, it's all in or nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's like it's nobody's heard of Martin Stromgeld, but like it's a powerful effect. Like, it's, you it's, can get insane amounts of power. It's, on it's, it. It, so it's it's kind of like when you, when James fun. Finkel would have would play Bartel Runax and no one would be like who's Bartel Runax yeah. and then he'd be like thundering down from Hammerheim <laughs> no full can slow Bartel's charge that would be his I, only explanation yeah that, that was it because like I was like you haven't explained what the deck does and he's like thundering down from Hammerheim and I'm just like oh, oh, man. okay man calm down I will I, I will so. tell one 
funny Goodbeat story. For Only Seth. one? Yeah, this is yeah. one. Um, when Seth was moving to Michigan, he gifted me a Rings of Brighthearth right before Commander Legends came out. So we, we took it to your store, Ross, and uh, I, I got $40 for it. And then now, like, Rings of Brighthearth is like a $2 card. <laughs> Well, the original Ooh, I printing need a worth a lot card. more, but... Yeah, it was an original thing. One, I was think. it an original foil? No, it, was just it wasn't original, foil. It was original regular. Okay, yeah. It's definitely not worth it that much anymore, but it's like, whatever. Just a little heroic hurrah. Yeah, the... Probably one of my favorite legends uh, from that era, though, is Axelrod Gunnarsson. Oh, my God. What was the thing you told me when you when we were built? You found you had found Rasputin Dreamweaver. You were originally going to build Hazazon tomorrow, right? And you were yeah, like, and then, and then James Finkel built that. Yeah, but then you were like, so it was in the early infancy days of like Seth has a really great Rasputin deck that's like super fun. It's it's not, not really. CD, <laughs> it's not CDH power level, but it's like it's fun to play with. Again, I love playing Magic with you because you're a great deck. It's builder. been on ice for a while. Yeah. Well, he's also, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, he's yeah. Pro- he's in the Gulag. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were like, um, what? You were like, you you texted me and you said, Morgan, I found the best commander. It makes ha- Rasputin Dreamweaver makes Hazazon tomorrow look like Riven Turnbull. Nobody <laughs> had any idea what any of those cards were at the time. Yeah, right, and I was, I was like, the only one I was at the like, time looking at like, well, because when, when EDH first started, that was the appeal of it, right? Of like, you can make decks around just complete. I mean, that still is to, to a degree the appeal yeah. of it. You can make decks out of complete nonsense that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> like, that's one of my favorite experiences is pulling out a general and people being like, "What the hell? Can I read that? What is that? <laughs> like, was this like printed before Alpha? Like, what? How? What is this? <laughs> how is that even possible?" Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I guess in that Lou, I can do my bad deck because I still play it. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a charade. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, There's no way that's the worst deck you've ever made. So The deck is like let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Uh, originally, I had built... Uh, I was like in a rut and I was, I, was, I was home from college and I was really just kind of depressed and I didn't really have anything to do. And so I you made a black deck. No, no, very so original. My friend Thomas Avila is who is is a really good friend of mine, and and like, in in the circle of people that I would like that we're sitting here with, like one of the people that I would, I would uh, you know have as a best man at my wedding, right? Um, uh, was like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find the stupidest creature I can. I'm gonna give it to you, and you're gonna build a deck around it. And he hands me Shire she's as caretaker, and I'm like. This is garbage. This is because it's 2013, 2016, or something like that. I don't remember. Those so, are different years. Yeah. And it's like absolute garbage. And I'm like, all right, I guess I can do something with this. And like, I put, you know, uh, um, Chimney Imp and um, Chimney, Pimp. Uh, Chimney Imp and um, uh, Mortician Beetle and Death Greeter. And like a, just a, a, a metric bad amount of cre- like coffin queen and one with nothing. No, <laughs> nothing. no, like actual because that's actually a decent card. Oh, it it does get you to help end. Uh, yeah, I mean like but so like all these really Owling bad Mine. cards together, and it got, it started getting to the point where I was like, <laughs> I'm having fun with this. I'm I'm loving it. It's bad. These these one power dorks do nothing. They're but. Then it started spiraling out of control, and I had to bring it back to, like, a level of, you know. So what I ended up doing when original Innistrad came out 
And Seth can account for this is there is a card that I really, really love that is absolute dog garbage. And it is Elbrus the Binding Blade. Dog in pursuit? Didn't we talk at length about Elbrus the Binding Blade? The reason I'm bringing it back week? up, the reason I'm bringing it back up is they spoiled a card recently from Midnight Hunt. Oh, yes, they did. That is a legendary cleric that turns into Ormondal. And guess what? Guess what's going back on the menu? Fish? The... No, not fish. Isn't Ormondal the one that... Yeah, Ormondal is not the same card. Yeah, yes, it is. It is another Ormondal. Withengar. Withengar is the, is the So, the reason that I love this deck, this mono black deck so much, is because the other half of it was to do obscene, dumb garbage, like wait, Dark Depths. Wait, wait, we haven't gotten past the fact that you said the wrong card. No, let <laughs> he's, me explain. He's getting to that. Let me explain, all right? Oh, we can still give crap for that. There is a light at the end there of this There is tunnel. a light at the end it's of It's way, way down the tunnel. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a descent into madness, but it is... That's another card. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not... Look, we talked about that one last blade. week, too. what? <laughs> Did we talk about? I yes. know because I edited it. We talked yeah. about we talked about we talked about uh, descent into madness. Assemble the legion, descent into madness, and how that's like one of the worst no, combos ever. No, we just talked about descent into madness you and opening up a lot of them. Mentioned that. Oh yeah, we back on topic. So like the point of the mono black deck was to do things like hard uh, take all the uh, dark depths counters off of dark depths uh, the hard way was to flip a Westvale Abbey into Ormondal the hard way, was to f then, once the Ormondal is flipped... Is there an easy way? No! <laughs> uh, just like, with bad stuff, right? Sure. Or like, equip Shire with Elbrus the Binding Blade, have Elbrus the Binding Blade flip into Withinger, and then have with or like... Right. Get Swords to Blush immediately. Right, exactly. Like, bad stuff. Real bad stuff. But... Gain 13. Oh, good old It's true, you gain 13 life. I mean, but it, it seems but, like value to me. But it was all like, these really hard bad black mythics or like lands or cards that did that did so much to get a payoff on them but then they got just like ganked out of eternity and that was the whole point of the deck was like i wanted to make it so stupid that it was like fun for me to play but also horrible so like one right. of the win conditions to me at least or one of my achievements like you you, you in edh you want to like have unlockable achievements right was flipping westvale abbey into Ormondal, equipping Ormondal with Elbrus the Binding Blade, flipping Elbrus in a Withinger, and then screaming at the table. <laughs> well, you would do that at every point. Yeah, step you, you anyway. scream at the table yeah, regardless. That's not an achievement you need to unlock. It's kind of your base state. That's just like a basic checklist to like get the game started. It sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. Anyway, the reason I'm bringing the deck up is because I, I've kind of... I, it's a good deck. Yeah, we've, we've added like a contamination and the stations and like it's it's a it's a good and deck good creatures yeah, yeah. and good creatures <laughs> but with the addition of this new priest that flips into ormondal i really 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 want to build the bad version of it again so, i mean that, that, that card's probably fine in that deck anyway yeah but like, ormondal wanna, flips into is like pretty good but, but i can just like have ormondal be your commander now i don't even remember how it flips but it seems Ooh, this is Jaren, Corrupted Bishop, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, is, is it, it a legend? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's nice okay. to see him come out of a Dragon Ball Z show and actually be in Magic. That's the crossover. But, uh, but that means, uh, but I haven't played, like, Elbrus the Binding Blade in forever. That deck doesn't have it in it anymore. It's bad. 
Right, but that is what I'm saying is it was a bad, it's a bad mono black deck. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, okay. Um, I get you. All right, sorry. Took my, the, the demons took me for a second. They did. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Usually, yes. Yeah. Um, I, Mark, I know your story. Your story about the worst deck you, you you've ever built. You 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 said was the deck that. Let him tell the damn story. I don't know what the damn story is. Which <laughs> deck are you referring to? I, no, no, you can talk. I can edit. No, no I don't. No. What's the story you thought? Well, you were like, oh, well, it's this Blitz deck that they gave us last week because... Oh, I, I haven't... Like, literally, it's just like the flesh and blood deck you handed me. I'm like, this is literally the worst magic deck I've ever built. <laughs> but if you... Like, my worst deck ever is, like, more of a, like stories of not being a good magic player because you're young and playing magic type oh, yeah. story. Yeah. Um, I that remember... That was basically mine. That was a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, oh, I've got plenty of them too. Yeah. I actually built a really good deck for my first standard event and then promptly stopped building good decks after that. Uh, Mono Black uh, Bargain was an awesome deck at the time in uh, Urza's oh, Legacy wow. Standard. You're so old. I am really old. <laughs> but the following year when Nemesis came out, you know what I thought was going to be awesome? Fading. Just because I got cheap creatures. Mm. So Fading? I filled my deck with like Sky Shroud Ridgebacks, like two threes for one, that by the time I could cast a Blastoderm, they were gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Blastoderm was actually a good card, though. Yeah, but when the creature, everything you play before Blastoderm suddenly disappears because that's how you built your deck for success. Did you play uh, Saffroling Burst? I did not. Well, that's your problem. Th this is uh, true. Again. But, but the, at the time, the standard environment was... Hey, let's go wide because people are playing rebels. Uh, well, and also, if I'm playing a deck where I only have one creature on the battlefield because the one previously keep dying, it doesn't help. I actually well, remember that's pretty accurate. I just want to keep on it, uh, interrupting Morgan at this point. Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> I was going to actually have Seth talk about how his 100 card top loader deck. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, way back in the day. This I know was like 2009, yep. maybe 2010. Yep. Uh, it was this was this was pre EDH, right? This Correct. Was like, this was this was his hundred from, from the pre EDH days. Pre yeah. yeah, from from the, the same era as the Coalition Victory story I told. I think on my last appearance in this podcast of like how he had this. Our, our friend Howie Bowman, who, who is who upstairs will, right now, he was upstairs right now. He'll probably be on the podcast at some point. Um, but it was what did that deck even do? Okay. It was just cards. So, so it was, but they it were was, in like it was combo. So it every was, single one was in a, like a top load loader plastic like behemoth. So it was it was basically the size of a Battle of Wits deck, but was like sixty cards. Maybe. <laughs> so it, it, was, it, was, it ruled. It was it was it was, was, was seventy eight cards, ever. and the, the was it seventy eight cards? And the deck did the following: it did the uh, the um, I remember it had like Quicksilver. Dagger it had the Orm's Chance, Isochron Scepter Lock. It had the Stuffy Doll, Guilty Conscience, Infinite Combo. It had the Starlet Sanctum, um, uh, a Corn Vec, whatever. Like oh, the, the, the Gain Infinite Life, the Gain yeah, Infinite yeah, 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 Life, yeah, life Combo. It was just a bunch of combos jammed into one deck with the ability to put Isochron Scepter on. Uh, 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 Ormshen on Ice Crown Scepter, lock you out of the game, and then have one of the two big combos to beat you in 60 card magic. Right. But it wasn't 60 card magic, because he played 78 cards. It was 78, 78 cards. card magic for some reason. So, well, this was also like, this, this, was, this was at the time it was, it was, when like, it was, we hadn't really like yeah, discovered, this, was we casual. hadn't discovered like combos yet. We were still playing zombie decks and elf decks and mill decks of just like a bunch of those cards together that weren't like, 
a combo that ended the game was unheard of for us. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and then how we just brought well, out. Why would you want to end the game? You're there to play. Well, the game. Yeah, right, but exactly. yeah. And then then I got then I was like, Howie, you need to build something that's different because like this is boring. Also, it takes forever to shuffle up because you're like, did oh you no, just I'm going to call Seth boring. Or no, did we call Howie. Howie. Did you just call boring. Howie. Well, boring? it was it was it was it was something that we hadn't seen before, and I, I do think actually that kind of spurred us to like. Hey, maybe yeah, upper, we can make to, decks that or the do upper power level. Like I do, things. but it was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous because it took forever to shuffle, <laughs> and he was insistent on it. And he's like, "Oh no, you're gonna cut my deck." Wait, no, hold on, hold on. I'll be right back. Um, I'll be, I'll Why be does right he back. have to leave? I'll this right is a back. podcast. I'll be right back. What's gonna be awesome is he's still gonna keep talking, and I'm gonna edit him in. Well, yeah, you can still hear him because he took his yeah. mic with him. While we're in this little bit of an interjection, I do want to take the time to at least alleviate some of Ross's concerns. There is a card he thought he was missing called Lion's Eye Diamond, and I want to show him right now. Oh, that's a Lion's Eye Diamond. That's a Lion's Eye Hey, it Eye is a Lion's Eye Diamond. Yeah, uh, you, It was I, found. I can confirm it's a Lion's Eye Diamond. I apparently let Mark borrow a Lion's Eye Diamond. First mistake. Completely <laughs> forgot about it, and then looked at my binder the other day and realized it wasn't there anymore and couldn't remember where it went, and just was panicking. And then <laughs> Mark just told me the other day that, oh yeah, I lent it to him. Anyway, yeah, and uh, yeah, now I have my uh, lines I diamond back. Well, not yet. It's still in Mark. Oh, I missed it. In... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Monumental. I mean, to be fair, you did leave in the middle of a podcast, so I did show Ross that it ex it still exists. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Lion's Eye Diamond, didn't you build a dredge deck at some point? Though? I did. Yeah. Well, uh, is, is this a, is this bad beat story? Because that's like sure we much do. Where, <laughs> of where I built Manaless Dredge in Legacy, which was like it was the cheapest deck you could possibly build in Legacy because you didn't have to buy lands because it didn't have them. Yeah. Um, and that appealed Lion's to me. Lion's Eye Diamond was pretty cheap at that point. It did not actually include Lion's Eye Diamond in this list. It was a list that it was a list that LSV was playing on some stream at some point, and it was like a hundred bucks. It was like, I forget exactly I mean, what even was in it, but it was yeah. like I also street, just love Dredge. Street Wraith, Narcomoeba. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, uh, Dakmore Salvage, Grave Troll. Um, Dakmore yeah. Salvage is a land. No, it wasn't that. I, I forget exactly what it was, but it, it, it was a, it, it was an incredibly cheap. I like to say. When we say lands, we're talking about like duels. But or it does like have bizarre. the word. It has the word it, land it's on got, it. It's manalist. Yeah. It doesn't have metal or lands. Seen a Gitrog monster? It cares that it's a land. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that I built that deck, and then like literally two weeks later, they banned Gitaction Probe, and the deck was completely unplayable after that, and I was very sad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was incredibly cheap for a legacy deck, but I still wasted the money I spent on it because it's just not like it yeah. could not function without Gitaxian Probe. It, people thought that maybe it could still be a deck without Gitaxian Probe, but they it were just does. I, I tried replacements. There, there are none. There's <laughs> if you need Probe. Yeah. Just not enough draw effects in the format uh, for that are free. I was excited to be a champion of the people playing my hundred dollar legacy deck and. Nope. Maybe winning game one How? and then getting blown out because I'm playing dredge. <laughs> I understand the dredge. Yeah, yeah. The 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 cost make, being at a champion of the people, but I've never heard dredge ever be referred to as the champion of the people. <laughs> I I like dredge. I, I I appreciate decks that can so fundamentally break the rules of Magic. Like you're not playing Magic the Gathering. You're, you're not playing, playing Magic. You're playing, you're playing dredge. It's exactly the gathering, that. And it rules. I'm trying to think if I have played Legacy Dredge and basically played dredge in every format you except for Vintage. You played Have you played historic dredge? I have not played Historic Dredge. Ooh. Is there a Historic Dredge deck? I mean, I don't think there's a Dredge card in Historic. I was going to say, is Dredge in Historic? Uh, like, 
Okay. If I were you, I'm not I would sure try to find a way to make it work. Dredge. What I about a Lara block dredge? Mm. <laughs> I did play difficult. a uh, graveyard uh, delirium deck uh, for a pioneer, which is basically dredge without dredge. Yeah, I've seen people refer to it as like heavy graveyard decks as dredge, even though it's not like literally the mechanic. Yeah, that makes sense. So I've, I've had like I I like uh, graveyard synergy decks, and I I I can call you a champion of the people. Even though you're playing Dredge, the I mean, most hated mechanic. I literally never got to play a single game with it because they banned it <laughs> before it was able to be done. If I could quickly transition to us into a different topic at no. this point, since we are talking about Champion of the People, um, instead of Champion of the People, uh, have you guys seen Champion of the Perished? I have. It is very silly. It's pretty funny. I like it. It's I, a good reference. I love that card so much. Yeah, that's the BioBox promo, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. The BioBox promo has a full art. Yeah. It's. And it's, it's like one of the better, it's one of the the better with, buy box. Um, it's one of the better buy box promos, honestly. Well, it's Champion the Parish. And then there's Nexus of Fate. That for zombies, right? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, there are a lot of really good buy box promos. This last one was like is like fine. Uh Vorpal Blade, a lot of people really like it. It's actually still worth something, even though it's a buy box promo. Yeah. Um then Strixhaven one was bad. That card is just bad. So was Dragon's the, Guard Elite. So was the Zendikar Rising one. I don't remember what that one was. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> what was the oh right. That's that. Oh, the cleric card. The cleric. The black white cleric that brought stuff back from your graveyard. Oh, right, but the Caldheim right, right, right. one is great. Uh, Realm Walker. Cards oh insane. yeah. Cards, yeah. Really cards insane. Yeah. So like. So what, it's the changeling that I apparently know lower one cards, but not newer cards. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the changeling that you can. It's it's basically cast a the creature type off the top of your deck that you choose. Oh, neat! And yeah. don't you draw a card when you do it? No, you just cast it off the top. Well, of you your draw deck. a card in the sense that you have access to the next card on top of your library after that. Okay. Yeah. Are there any of the cards that you guys have seen spoiled for the set that you're excited about? Um, I saw that seven, eight, nine. But oh yeah, actually there, threw up. there there <laughs> is one that I'm surely threw up. I'm super hyped for mm-hmm. the Meat Hook Massacre. I actually was about to answer that. Yeah, was that, I, I, the moment I saw that card, I thought of you. Well, I mean, it's just I have Black Sun Zenith in my chainer deck right now, and it's just like very obviously what better in do? every way. It's uh two. It's two black X, and it's a legendary enchantment. Okay. And when it ETBs, um, all creatures get minus X minus X, and then it has until end of turn. It's yeah, until end of turns. Um, and then what is it? It's whenever a creature you control dies, everyone loses one life. Whenever an opponent creature an opponent controls die, you gain one. Well, that's life. pretty good. Yeah. It's just like really a pretty strict upgrade. Almost strict upgrade on. It's actually like it's got guns. some of the best art. I've it is very worn. stylish it's, it's, it's too. Really yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, I've I've seen the art on it. It's really nice. Uh, I just couldn't remember what it did. I'd like to get that's um, that's the only card so far that I'm I think like, that's the one, yeah that's that's the one card I'm like I'm not I like mean, over the moon because it's cool. It's an upgrade to a card in my deck, and I think the flavor is really sweet. I there are some like cool concept cards. I like croaking counterpart. Croaking yeah, croaking counterpart. Right, you also like the other card with the frog on it. Okay, uh, visions of dominance. I am planning on getting an artist proof for. I do not <laughs> care about the card itself. The card is really bad. It puts, like, plus one, plus one counters on creatures and gets reduced in cost for the mana cost of your commander or something. It's very strange. Uh, But what it is is a little froggy looking into a a pool and the Gitfrog monster monster is being reflected because the frog... (laughs) 
the little froggy is having visions of being the Gitrog monster. What color is this card? It's, it's mono green. green. It's mono green. I, I really want to like Midnight Hunt generally. I think it's really been a victim of Wizards' new approach I to agree. like yeah. storytelling or lack thereof. Like, because it's like it's it's trying to do like a like a folk horror thing, right? Like a Midsommar, like everything's bright and happy and everyone's in flower crowns, but also they're gonna stab you still. Like it's still. <laughs> I, I think that's cool. I Midsommar is an awesome movie. I like I love the movie to pieces, and I think that like type of horror, like and like Wicker Man before that, I think it's really like a, it's a cool kind of like subgenre. Also like a, but it just there... doesn't feel as real as the previous Innistrad sets did because there's just not well, like I mean, there's the, no real story to it. It's well, just like here are witch cards. Well, <laughs> the other thing about it is it's also in a, and we've talked about battle fatigue here, right? Like. It's in this. It's in. It's a set after like a bunch of announcements with a bunch of sets. So like yeah. we're kind of battle fatigued. That's 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 also true. Yeah, it's I like, don't know. Like how long ago was AFR? Like two months. Two months ago, and how long before that was Modern Modern Horizons? Modern Horizon was months. Like a month. And how much? Strixhaven was a month uh, and a half. And then Time Spiral was, was a month before that. Call Time was a month and a half before that. It's just like. At some point, my bank account needs to replenish before I'm willing or interested in spending more money to support your product. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that card we're talking about, Meat Hook Massacre, is, like, one of the only, like, really cards that hit the level of, like, evocativeness of, like, a lot of the previous Innistrad sets. Like, most of it just kind of feels like it's it's horror, yeah, sure, but it's not really doing the same as the last ones did. I will say, for some reason, I just wasn't around for the first Innistrad. I restarted playing in... Uh, M13, which was literally the set after. Seth's, Seth's pool for the original Innistrad pre-release was absolute fire. Like, in terms of... It was I don't ba- know no, what I got. It was bad in terms of um, playability, <laughs> but in terms of monetary value, you opened a Snapcaster Mage and a Past in Flames on the same night. Did I? Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that happening. Dude, I you, believe it happened. You came up to me it. and were like, my deck is unplayable. And I'm like, you got <laughs> two of the best cards in the set. Well, yeah, <laughs> Past in Flames is, in fact, unplayable and sealed. But, yeah, it yeah. was... We're also going to get the final word on this one, though. Okay. I wasn't around for the original Innistrad. I played the second Innistrad, but it wasn't, like, super nostalgic for me at that time. Yeah. And, like, the Gitrog monster is from that set, and I love that card. It's one of my favorite cards I've I've noticed. Uh, (laughs) But I've never really connected with an Innistrad set. Mm. So, like, like, it just... Oh, this is the third time we're going there. I know a bunch of Innistrad cards. I know a bunch of Innistrad reference, but I, I have never really been like that into the plane of Innistrad. So. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I think Innistrad 1 had probably the sweetest limited set. Like, not of all, all, of all time, but up there. It was really, really good. A lot of people consider it one of the best limited um, uh, sets ever. Yeah, just, it's, uh, it's triple just Innistrad. Yeah, even without the whole spider spawning deck, it was a great limited format. Yeah, to play. it was a lot of fun. I'm I not mean, even a big limited player. And if, like you know, it. if you have a take on it, um, let us know. I mean, send us an email, kicking myself, uh, mtg at gmail.com, or um, tweet at us. Tweet us at tweet, 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 quote, croak at Fort? us. Croak at us. Croak at us. Send us a carrier. Croak carrier. at us. Send at us. kicking underscore myself. Send us a carrier pigeon or perhaps a carrier owl. Mm, um, if you send us any... Well, the owl, we definitely can't trust those because they yeah. keep taking steam vents. The birds <laughs> may be picked <laughs> off by get rod, get rod monsters outside of this house. Maybe, like, find find the nearest Ouija board and maybe try to, like, communicate Ooh. that way. Oh, we, yeah. we might respond. It's yeah. unclear. I mean, you would probably get more of an answer from, from that than 
whatever Morgan was saying. I talk to trees <laughs> a lot, so I suppose we'll just sit there and talk to trees. I mean, there is a Renin 7 in this set, so sometimes trees talk yeah. back. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thank you for joining us, Seth. I mean, it's always a pleasure having you on. Yeah, and um, glad to be here. I think that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, Seth, would you like to take us out with the Kicking Myself theme song? Oh, no, I would not like to do that.